Welcome to the Martin and Zoe Show. Deep thoughts from shallow minds. Mentally, we wear floaties in a kiddie pool of thought. I'm Martin. And I'm Zoe. We're good friends who go to church together. We love God. We love working for Him and telling others about Him. And in between, we have a lot of fun. We may be laughing one minute and, and crying. crying the next. <laughs> <laughs> Someone thought it'd be a good idea for us to do a podcast. They're so crazy. <laughs> but I think they've been painting in a room that was not properly ventilated. In this podcast, we'll be talking about God, about the Bible, and we're going to have a lot of fun doing so. Weekly episodes will be available on Tuesday mornings. We invite you to check out the church's website, parsonschurchofchrist.com, and see how we are loving God and loving people. You can also follow the church on Facebook and Instagram. So join us on the Martin and Zoe Show. Martin and Zoe Show. <laughs> Captain's Log, star date 11152022. We join our intrepid warriors in the middle of some room somewhere recording a podcast, man. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> Lord, beam me up. <laughs> We shall boldly go where no man has gone before. <laughs> and then run. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our third podcast. Uh, as you can tell, we have no idea what we're doing. And uh, so it's just like the previous two weeks. <laughs> it's sure not to get any better anytime soon. So, Zoe, how you doing, brother? Oh, man, I'm doing good today. Just, you know, got up this morning thinking about the Lord and, you know, hoping to spread his message as far as we can get it awesome well let's see if we can get it beyond this here tablet that we're recording with but uh, anyway are the ten commandments written on the tablet (laughs) no we threw that tablet down (laughs) yeah the first two tablets ever invented were crushed (laughs) (laughs) and there was no store to take them to and replace them was there (laughs) should have coated those things in tiny plastic (laughs) well we're going to deal with a topic today that uh, is very interesting. Uh, the idea that, well, you can look at it from a couple of different angles. There are a lot of people today who think that Christianity should be the easy life. In other words, you give your life to the Lord, everything should be great, everything should be roses and unicorns and rainbows and so forth. And then you find out, well, wait a minute, life's still happening and bad things still happen in life. Uh, And so a lot of people think that Christianity should be an an easy gig. Well, then you find out, well, wait a minute. Things do happen still. Satan's still alive. Uh, Things happen in life. Uh, And sometimes people just don't treat us very good, do they? No, they don't. So we're thinking about what took place in the book of Acts. In Acts chapter 5, we read about some of the apostles being put in prison. And, um, of course, they were told by the Jewish leaders, you know, don't talk anymore about Jesus. And Peter said, we ought to obey God rather than men. What a great statement that is. I love that. And uh, so they they get released. But before they're released, uh, they're beaten up a little bit. Let's put it that way. By God-fearing Jews. Because, you know, that's what God wants us to do is beat people up, right? (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) in uh, Acts chapter 5, they... They called the apostles, and it says that when they had called for the apostles, verse 40, and beaten them, they commanded that the apostles should not speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. So they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for Jesus' name. Amen. 
And daily in the temple and in every house, they did not cease teaching and preaching Jesus as the Christ. I love to think about them leaving, and I love to think about them skipping and jumping, <laughs> just, you know, black eyes and whatever they may have, you know, whatever bruises or whatever, they're just like, you know, hey, hey, that's proof right there we suffered for the Lord. Amen. Yeah. And you think even while they're being beaten, maybe they had a smile on their face mm. thinking, we're doing this for Jesus, you know? And, and boy, that probably would have made them even more mad, you know? So, wipe that smile off your face, boy. You know? <laughs> you know, we're going to suffer. We're going to suffer in this world. And a lot of the time, though, that suffering leads to wonderful change. Oh, yeah. You know, that's how we learn from we learn a lot of things from suffering you know we learn what not to do what maybe we should try next you know and to know that you've suffered for the lord and to know that he knows it but it always puts a smile on my face oh, i yeah. suffer at least once a week i have to spend every tuesday with this guy <laughs> <laughs> hey that's me <laughs> <laughs> and he's suffering in return so we're both sitting here suffering for the lord yeah. trust me we have faces for radio <laughs> i keep waiting for the radio to break <laughs> but you know one of the other blessings about suffering is as Zoe said you know, kind of learn what to do what not to do that experience enables us to help other people going through something similar and that knowledge that that experience you know, I'm thinking of a time a good friend of mine was uh, was preaching in Kentucky. And one of the elders of the church there, he, he had cancer. And it was inoperable. He was going to die. And they gave him just over a year to live. And he made it his personal ministry to every week go into the hospital and go to the cancer floor. And he went from room to room praying with people. Wow. Complete strangers. And, uh, of course, almost every single one of them would ask, you know, why are you here? You don't know what it's like to be me. And he would say, actually, I do. Uh, right now I've got, and he'd describe his cancer and everything. And the people like, oh, he, he does understand. And, you know, what a powerful way to use a, a, something so awful and use it for God. And But that connection enabled him to be able to communicate with people in a way that, you know, myself nor Zoe, we could, we could ever do because we've not experienced that. Hopefully never, but I certainly haven't experienced it yet. Uh, it's just amazing what you can do when you've gone through some of these things. You sure can get a chance to help people. You know, I, I picked up a guy last week, and you could tell. He was real light. He just lived right up in here. You know, <laughs> he was walking down the road, and he looked homeless. And he looked like he was, you know, seriously on drugs. And uh, I picked him up and asked him where he was going, and you know, he told me where he was going, and I used that as an opportunity to talk to him about the Lord and how the Lord helped me get clean, you know. And and I hope by doing that, you know, maybe one of these days, you never know, it may yeah. end up helping him sometime, you know. Him or anybody else, you know. Zoe mentioned getting clean. He spent a lot of years dealing with addictions, and, and uh, he's talked to a lot of people since he's become a Christian. And... Uh, He's a little frustrated because to this point, most people haven't listened, but I think they are. I, I really think they are because he's planting seeds. And maybe our prayer is that these people will one day realize, you know what, there's got to be something better. And I, and I think they'll remember the change that Zoe's made in his life. 
Yeah, but I'm not planting the seeds they want. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> if only this was California, maybe it'd work. <laughs> oh, Colorado too. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he, he's putting that thought in their mind, you know, showing them a different way to live. Because they know how he used to live and they see how he lives now. And uh, quite frankly, a lot of people don't like the way he lives now. People from that old life. They never call anymore. Yeah. None of them ever call. And these are people I used to talk to. Some of them I would see every day. And now they don't even call because I guess they feel like they're being judged by me. Yeah. And I think sometimes it's a guilty feeling on their part because they know what they're doing is wrong. And, but they still continue to do it. And maybe also kind of a bad feeling because maybe deep down inside they want to get out of that lifestyle but they don't think they're strong enough to do it and uh, but neither I, was i brother neither was i it was only by the grace of god that i was able to get away from it amen but you know, I, th I think zoe's you know through his experiences he's planting seeds with people he's able to reach people when the apostles suffered and they went through all that stuff they could relate to people you know jesus flat out says in john 15 verse 20 that he said if people hated him, Jesus, they would hate us too. And you know that hey, I'm used to, I was used to that before I found God. <laughs> <laughs> Not a big transition here. <laughs> but that that whole idea of what Jesus said, it goes against the uh, you know the kitty cat and rainbow and, and and unicorn idea where everything's just gonna be wonderful. Jesus flat out said, Nope, if you follow me, there's a good chance people are gonna hate you too. And there are people who, quite frankly, don't like Christians. Uh, I know because I grew up not being a Christian, and I was kind of a little antagonistic towards them. Uh, I wasn't the nicest guy in the world. But uh, there, are, there are those who just don't like Christians because sometimes, let's be honest, sometimes we do judge people. Sometimes we are pretty critical. And uh, a lot of times we will we'll harp on people about their sin instead of telling them about Jesus. Which I find interesting because when you look through the Bible, especially the New Testament, the Bible never says, hey, go find somebody who's committing sin and then preach to them about it. Berate them, make them feel like they're an inch tall because of what they're doing. The Bible never says that. The Bible says go and tell them about what? Tell them about Jesus. That's right. And, you know, in the beginning, I spoke to them about what they were doing. Now, I speak to them about what I used to do and yeah. what God did for me instead of what I can obviously tell they're doing because, you know, they don't want to feel judged by you. No, nobody does. Nobody wants to feel judged. Even as Christians, do we want to feel judged? No. And it kind of puts you in their shoes, you know, like, you know, I used to do the same thing you're doing. You know, God helped me get out of it. He can help you too. Yeah. You know, but you got to look for him. You know, he's not just going to show up <laughs> on your doorstep, you know, while you're rolling a doobie or whatever and, <laughs> and say, come with me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it doesn't happen that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, he's not going to show up on Facebook either. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> I don't know. I thought that's what everybody was looking at. Oh, no. <laughs> But at least they have the strongest thumbs in the West. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but but this, this whole idea of when the apostles get beaten and they leave and they're rejoicing over it. Now, 
I love it. It's so beautiful. But you think about us today. A lot of people, if somebody says something to a Christian, even just remotely negative towards them. Oh, I can't believe they're talking to me that way. Oh, I feel so bad. And we throw the biggest pity party. And what did the apostles do when they were physically beaten? They rejoiced, man. I mean, they're like, woohoo! We suffer for Jesus. And then we're like, <laughs> they said something bad about me. Uh, it's just, I mean, uh, I think sometimes we need a little reality check with things and, and realize we are so blessed and realize that, you know, as Christians, we're supposed to be different. And by being different, that sometimes rubs non-Christians the wrong way. And that doesn't mean we should be jerks and we should be abrasive and, and be condemning people. We should not be that way. I mean, in fact, one of my favorite passages of Scripture that is largely ignored. In fact, this passage is so ignored, I actually have a little tally in, in my Bible that I'm, I put a mark every time I hear another person, whether it be a preacher, a, a Bible class teacher, a Christian, whatever. Anytime I hear somebody mention this verse, I'll put a tally in that there that particular spot and right now my tally's up to one this is first corinthians 16 verse 14 let all that you do be done in love folks that is one of the simplest passages of scripture there is it's one of the hardest ones to live it's very hard but in terms of just understanding what it means it's as simple as can be that all that you do be done with love. So when we talk to people, man, we got to talk to people with love. Talk to people like you want to be spoken to. That sounds kind of like the golden rule, doesn't it? So uh, I'm allowed to talk to people mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can talk with a Scottish accent. All right, laddie, great. <laughs> but the way we talk to people, I, I've seen Christians uh, either, you know, in writing, such as on Facebook or in person, hearing them verbally, talk with all the love and compassion of a running chainsaw you know and and they're just tearing people apart and i'm thinking man god doesn't want us to talk that way to people and and sometimes i'll, I'll confront them and say hey you know that's not the way the lord wants us to talk to people and they say well i'm telling the truth and if, as long as i'm telling the truth that means i love them it's like man <laughs> um i don't think that's quite the picture of love Hey, we can call them a den of vipers, though. That's that's <laughs> <lot>. Okay. <laughs> now, will it be Dodge Vipers? Or... <laughs> you know, he suffered so much for us. And, you know, we have to be willing to suffer for others, for him and for even the people that you wake up in the morning and go, oh, I got to see that guy. <laughs> yeah, you got to suffer for him too. Yeah. And that's just the one in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. I got rid of all the mirrors. <laughs> I got tired of going, man, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I got tired of all the bad luck. <laughs> you know, I've got those lying mirrors. You ever heard of a lying mirror? Every time you look at it, it adds 10 pounds. That thing lies every time I look at it. <laughs> yeah. we, what you need to do is go to the carnival and get one of those ones that make you look really skinny. You'll feel a lot better eating all that food at night before you go to bed, you know? <laughs> it makes you skinny, but gives you a fat head, though. I mean. Yeah, but that's not what you're looking at. You know, you're looking at those love handles and everything. <laughs>
<laughs> and I'm thinking, why do my shirts keep shrinking? Man, come on. <laughs> but I do think they've changed sizes. Like, it seems to me like the sizes aren't the same as they used to be. You know, like. Oh, sure. You know, I mean, seriously. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you know, like a triple X shirt, you know, 20 years ago, it seems like. You could have sailed a boat with yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> and now you find a triple X and you're like, man, this thing is small. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know that sizes are consistent because you can go from one brand to another and, and there's a big difference between them. But when you think about the, the idea of suffering for the Lord, when we're doing right, and that's the key, when we're doing right and people mistreat us, you know, the, Peter talks about the fact that we're blessed. But if we're acting like jerks, if we are doing wrong, and we suffer for that. Well, guess what? We deserve it. You deserve it. But if we're doing what's right and we get mistreated, then technically we're being like Jesus. Because Jesus did everything right. But look how people treated him. Amen. You know, I mean, yes, there are a lot of people who loved him, adored him, and did wonderful things on his behalf. But then you got those who were his opponents. Man, they, they would twist his words. They would take everything he did. You know, in fact, he would do miracles. He'd help people. And they say, oh, he's doing that by the power of Beelzebub. They didn't like the good things he was doing. Made them feel bad. You know, I mean. Because they were not doing good things themselves, were they? <laughs> so Jesus did right, and he suffered. And that's what he wants us to do. He wants us to do right. And if we suffer for doing right, we have every reason to rejoice, just like the apostles did. Now, of course, this doesn't always mean that when we do right, we're going to suffer. Exactly. But there's going to be those times when it does happen. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. And, and here's the thing that I think is really hard for a lot of Christians to embrace. Even if it means we lose our life. It's okay. In fact, it's great. Because that means we get to be with the Lord a little bit quicker. Yeah, there's not a better day I can think of. <laughs> you know, the Bible talks about not loving this world or the things in this world. It's so easy to love this world. It's because you love people in it. Maybe you love the things in it. Uh, I used to make this joke before the uh, the last Star Wars movie came out. I said, I hope I don't die. I hope Jesus doesn't come back before this last movie comes out because I want to see what's going to happen. You know. <laughs> and then that movie came out. I thought, oh. I wish I'd have died. (laughs) (laughs) You're too late, Lord. (laughs) Yeah, let's put it this way. I've rewatched Star Wars movies so many times, but I've never rewatched the last one. (laughs) But uh, I I sometimes forget they even made them. (laughs) Yeah, true. But uh, we shouldn't love this world so much that we want to stay here. But a lot of people do. We should love heaven so much that we can't wait to get there. You know, the Bible talks about hastening the day of the coming of the Lord. And you wonder, how can you hasten that day? I think you just look forward to it so much that, you know, that it doesn't matter what happens in this world. You're looking forward to getting to go home, you know. And, Which I was always kind of looking forward to getting out of here anyway. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so it's this part's kind of easy for me. You yeah. know, I think about Paul and, you know, what he says about, you know, wanting to get out of here. But. If we stay, we get to help others yeah. till we do. Yep. To die is gain. Man, we get to go home. But, you know, to stay here means we get to serve the Lord longer. That's we get right. to impact people's lives and hopefully share the gospel with more people. Build up that bank account in heaven. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm laying up treasure in heaven. <laughs> Forget the Cayman Islands. I'm laying up my treasure in heaven. <laughs> Trying to get that platinum card. You know? <laughs> it's the only one I'll ever see. <laughs> I want the pearly gate card. You know? <laughs> hey, 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 hey. 
<laughs> huh, the pearly gate card. Never thought about it. Yeah. Or you get that gold card, you know, the street of gold, you know. By the way, that brings up one of my pet peeves. People talk about the streets, plural of gold. But if you actually read the Bible, it says there's one street of gold in heaven. That's it. Which is really weird because, you know, if you ever read the description of heaven, it's a big city with only one street. So what do we, zip line everywhere else? <laughs> I was picturing us just flying around, you know. I can't wait to get my harp. You know? <laughs> but I can't, oh, never mind, I can't play anything. I was like, wait to get less of you. The angel's like, oh, would you please shut up, stop. <laughs> well, at least I already kind of look like a giant cherub. <laughs> Just can't see these little wings, you know. <laughs> Under the fat folds, you know. <laughs> oh, man. But, you know, we talk about suffering for the Lord, and a lot of us, you know, kind of coming back, a lot of us, uh, we feel like the slightest inconvenience is, is a major persecution to us. And you think about what the apostles went through, and a lot of the early Christians went through, man, they, they were willing to die for Jesus, and a lot of them did die for Jesus. And when they were beaten, they rejoiced that they could be beaten. They embraced it. You know, Paul went to prison so many times, but every time he went, he took the opportunity to, to preach. I mean, he had a captive That's audience, right. so why not? You know? right. <laughs> they couldn't go anywhere. He's like, this guy is going to listen. You know? <laughs> but, you know, they, they had such great attitudes in the face of, of adversity. And uh, sadly, a lot of us as Christians, we find a little bit of adversity. And we're like, oh, they mistreated me. I'm never going back there. You know, and, and that's really not the right attitude we should have. Uh, instead, we should, shouldn't Man, let that bother us. We should make it work. Exactly. You know, remember what it says. You know, someone does something to you, you're supposed to go talk to them. Yeah. You know, if they listen, you've gained a brother. Yeah. You know. You know? Uh, I, a lot of times we just fear. We fear the unknown. You know, of course, the Bible says that we're not supposed to fear. Uh, I believe it's First Timothy chapter 1 talks about how God has not given us a spirit of fear but of a, of a sober mind, sound judgment, and all that. Uh, we shouldn't be afraid. So we I sh shouldn't be afraid of vegetables? <laughs> 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 These Brussels sprouts? I mean, I'm supposed to not be scared of them? What are they even? <laughs> Nasty. That's what they are. Nasty. <laughs> oh, man, I got to eat my vegetables. Oh. <laughs> oh. But no, as Christians, we will suffer. But hey, the difference is we're not supposed to bring it on ourselves. Uh, you know, Romans chapter 12 talks about trying to live at peace with all people. As much as depends on you, live peacefully with all people. That That's reflected the way we act. The way we speak is a huge part of it. We're supposed to be loving. We're supposed to be the kind of people that, quite frankly, folks want to be around. I think Jesus had this tremendous spirit and attitude about him that people just were drawn to him. I think he had all the fruit of the Spirit. I'm fully convinced he had all the fruit of the Spirit. And I think that made him, well, pun intended, very appealing. You know? <laughs> but he had all the fruit of the Spirit, and people just wanted to be near him. And I think that we should be the same way. But if we're being jerks, we're being abrasive, we're being rude, we're being hypocrites, of course people don't want to be around us. I wouldn't want to be around me like that. So we got to be very careful the way we behave. But uh, if people mistreat us when we're doing right, hey, we're blessed. And we should rejoice over that, brother. That's right. That's right. Well, I guess that's our time for this week. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in. I don't know why you did, but, you know, I guess maybe you're dealing with insomnia. In that case, hopefully you're asleep right now. 
Uh, if you're not dealing with insomnia and you're listening to this while you drive, oh, please don't take the road rage out, road rage out on other people. <laughs> and I'm so sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Remember, anything we say, please don't use against us. <laughs> no, we love you folks. Uh, serve the Lord. Do it with a great attitude. Do it with love. Love people. Love God. Love people. That's what we should be all about, right? Amen. And let's do it by the way we act and by, by the way we speak with folks. Well, tune in next week. You can check us out on Facebook. You can check us out on the church's website, uh, www. Is that enough W's? No, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> just throw some more in there. ParsonsChurchOfChrist.com, you know. <laughs> uh, we love you, folks. Till next time. On the Martin and Zoe Show. Martin and Zoe Show. <laughs>